Hey, welcome back to 4.0 Solutions. I'm Zach, your host, and I've got four things in Industry 4.0 for you guys, so stay tuned. First up, thousands of GE appliance owners get their very first over-the-air product update. In Industry 4.0, we talk often about products that get better after you buy them. It's actually a crucial component to be an Industry 4.0 company. You can't just push crap off the line and improve it on next year's model. Products that Industry 4.0 companies create get better after they buy them. And this is GE's first step in the right direction. It's funny that GE just first did this. Tesla's been doing it for years. I actually saw this post the other day that ranked GE as higher on an Industry 4.0 maturity scale than Tesla. Yeah, there's a lot of crap out there, guys, so just make sure you stay educated. So this is a good step in the right direction. And what I thought was interesting was over 13,000 customers downloaded the over-the-air fryer upgrade. And in that month, there was a 143% boost in using that air fryer mode on that GE appliance. Uh, this post was shared by Matt Paris in the Industry 4.0 community discord. So thank you, Matt, for sharing this. Moving on next, we have Waymo to lose its CFO position. This is interesting news because many people are following the self-driving and autonomous space. And, you know, we talk about Tesla a lot on our channel. Tesla has more autonomous self-driving miles than all other car companies behind. And many like to point out at Waymo as somehow being superior in technology or somehow being ahead. They do have Waymo, for those of you guys that don't know, uh, they do have a small van with a LiDAR system. And there's a small pilot project here in Chandler, Arizona, actually doing almost like a Uber Lyft type of app, but it's limited to just this area. So they haven't been able to scale it. And the fact that they're losing their CFO indicates financial problems ahead. The TechCrunch article stated, uh, Waymo's chief financial officer, Ger Dreyer, and its head of automotive partnerships and corporate development, Adam Frost, two longtime executives of the autonomous vehicle company, are leaving this month. Dreyer, who reported directly to the parent company Alphabet's executive leadership finance team, is among several executives who have left the company in the past five months. Struggling times ahead for Waymo as it struggles scaling its self-driving technology. This is why we talk about getting the infrastructure right and the technology right so you can scale, like Tesla. Uh, moving on to the next piece of news we have for you guys. This piece of news is really awesome. I'm so excited. Arduino, the microprocessor microcontroller company famous for their Arduino Uno released over 10 years ago, just recently announced the Arduino Portenta machine control. It's part of their Arduino Pro line of products. And what I like about the PMC is that it's powered by the Portenta H7 processor. And what that means is you're gonna get a 32-bit low-power ARM processor. To compare that to the Arduino Uno, used an 8-bit processor. So the amount of processing that you could do on this thing is actually insane. Not only that, you have a wide array of inputs. You have eight digital in, eight digital out, 12 programmable in or out, so you can have up to 20 of a digital in or a digital out. You have two encoder readings. You have three analog for temperature readings and three analog probes for four to 20 or zero to five volts. You also have CAN bus, you have a programmable serial port for 232, 422, or RS-485, Ethernet, USB programming port. I will say I'm a little sad that the USB programming port is type micro instead of type C. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense because the Arduino Portenta H7 processor released a year ago used a USB Type-C and that's the same processor that powers the Portenta machine control. I don't really know. Maybe they figured that 
industrial is just slower to change. Maybe USB-C all things. Remember you're getting 16 megabytes of onboard flash memory with eight megabytes of SD RAM and coming in at 186 grams. You have 24 volts DC power and a push-in type connectors for fast connection. So I did order one of these, so I am gonna get it and unbox it and do a special video just for you guys. Where this could be used is for uh, OEMs, connecting your machine to infrastructure and providing analytics or usage requirements. The possibilities of connecting your machines into IIoT infrastructure using the Arduino Potenta machine control is gonna be groundbreaking. So make sure to subscribe to catch that uh, Arduino Potenta machine control video when it comes out. Moving on to the last piece of news here, Amazon Web Services launching local zones. There's five local zones now available in Boston, Houston, Miami, and two in Los Angeles. These local zones are a new type of extension of the AWS cloud infrastructure that allows customers to run applications in close geographic proximity to its end users. This is important for applications requiring single digit millisecond latency, such as video rendering, graphic intensive, and virtual desktop applications. So now I could actually see AWS local zones being leveraged heavily for AWS industry. As you guys know, last week we uh, AWS released a new product. Make sure you guys watch that video if you haven't seen already. But AWS is really expanding their product offering, so I have no doubt that AWS local zones will be leveraged for industry, and especially for applications that require that low latency and being close to your data center. If you guys like this video, make sure to get subscribed and we'll see you guys next week. If you guys missed last week's show, uh, click here to learn who won the $4 million contract with Sesame. Smart manufacturing innovation contract worth $4 million. Click the video right here to check that out. Otherwise, see you guys next week.